1: you can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on ABC Channel 6.1. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truths in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. If you have your Bibles, we're well, in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, and the title of the message is Examining Ourselves. So 1 Corinthians 11:28 28, it says, But let a man examine himself. Well, if I were to ask you this morning, why do you think insurance companies pay for a doctor to do an annual examination. When you think about when it started many years ago, uh, I think that the reason they do it is that they want you to be able to identify if something is wrong, whether you have high blood pressure or diabetes or whatever, and pre-diabetes, to correct it sooner than later because it will help you, right, to, to fix whatever is wrong. <clears throat> and it will be less damaging to you and and I believe they probably originally started it because they want you to live a, a healthier happier life right and and so when you think about when the bible talks about here in verse 11 why would paul say in verse or, or verse 28 when he says but let a man examine himself now he's not talking about a physical examination where they want to look in your nose and your ears and all that sort of stuff he's talking about a spiritual examination of your relationship with god uh, and he's talking about Knowing the truth about yourself. And it, it is so beneficial because many people, uh, you know, don't know the truth about themselves. And for many people, knowing the truth about themselves is very, very difficult. And knowing the truth about yourself can be the most difficult knowledge that you come by. And for many people, uh, they, they live in a life of deception and they deceive themselves so much about their life and about who they are that they begin to believe that, and, and they, they start thinking that it's reality. And this is more and more now, not just in the church with Christians, but even outside the church. Now people are allowed to believe things that are completely uh, wrong with reality. It's difficult to know the truth, and not only is knowing the truth about yourself the most difficult knowledge you might acquire in life. But once you do acquire it, it can be very painful to know the truth about yourself when you see, you know, what's really going on in your life. And, you, you know, you can never see the truth about yourself without the light of God. When you think about why is it so difficult uh, to see the truth about ourselves, well, because the Bible tells us that in our hearts, in Jeremiah seventeen nine, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it. In other words, your heart's deceitful and and it can deceive you about things. And that's why the Bible says we need to go to church and be encouraged. And the Bible says that we should encourage one another daily lest we be deceived by the deceitfulness of sin because sin can deceive us. And so it's hard to know the truth about ourselves because of the deceitfulness of our heart. Now this is a powerful truth that some people are in denial of, right? Some people come to church and read Jeremiah 17 9 and say, Pastor Bob, I don't know what God was thinking when he wrote that, but my heart is not deceitful. I've never deceived myself about anything, right? And it's like, well, you just need to ask the people around you, right? Because uh, the rest of us, you know, can see it in other people, but we quite often can't see it in ourselves. And so uh, in Jeremiah 17 10, uh, he said, I, the Lord, search the heart and test the mind. In other words, the Lord is saying that I allow people to be tested in order uh, to reveal to them what's in their hearts. Now, what does that mean? Well, it means that God allows you and me as his children to go through trials and testings to uh, help us to see the truth about ourselves. To, to allow uh, our true nature to come out. Even when people see the truth about themselves, sometimes they, they don't want to believe it. They don't want to see it. In Deuteronomy 8, 2, God said, and you shall remember that the Lord your God led you the way these 40 years in the wilderness to humble you and to test you, to know what was in your heart whether you would keep his commandments or not. So God allowed them to go through a time of testing so they could know what was in their heart. Now, God already knew what was in their heart. It wasn't for God to know. God already knew it was in their heart. But they were blind to truth about themselves, the truth about themselves. And, and I think it's important for all of us to realize that from time to time, we can be blind to things about the truth in our lives. And so God allows us to be tested, right? How else do you know how good you are at algebra? What's the best way to find out how good you are at algebra? Because I could say, raise your hand if you're an expert at algebra. You can raise your hand. And then how am I going to know the truth about that? I'm going to give you a test, right? And then we'll see what the test is. If you get a D, then you're a little out of touch. If you get an F, you're really out of touch. If you get an A, then okay, right, you're good at algebra, right? And so God allows that in our spiritual life. There's times when even as a Christian, we go to church we think we're pretty spiritual, we think we're pretty intelligent, and we have a good grip on reality, there are times when even people who are maybe some of the most spiritual people ever don't know the truth about themselves. In fact, Peter was one of those people that Jesus was telling his disciples some things there. And Matthew 26, Jesus said to them, all of you will be made to stumble because of me this night. And Peter answered and said, even if all these other losers will stumble, not me, I will never be, able, n- never be made to stumble, right? So Peter was saying, you know, Jesus, you don't know what you're talking about. Now, th- these guys might be unworthy and unreliable, but I'm Peter. You remember, you called me the rock, right? I mean, it's like someday there'll be a bald guy whose famous name is rock, right? And so, <clears throat> but Peter thought, I will never deny you, right? And then in, in Matthew 26, 34, Jesus said to him, Peter, before the rooster crows, you'll deny me three times. And Peter said, even if I have to die with you, I will not deny you. In other words, Peter's saying, Jesus, you don't know me like I know me. I know myself better than you know me. I'm faithful, trustworthy. You can count on me. Now, I believe that Peter was sincere in what he thought about himself. But when Peter was put to the test, and only when Peter was put to the test did he find out that he was wrong about what he thought about himself, right? Remember in Matthew 26, 69, remember a servant girl came saying, hey, weren't you with Jesus? And then in verse 70, he denied it and, and saying, I do not know what you're saying, right? So he denied him. And then again in verse 71, a girl came and said, hey, I saw you, this guy was with Jesus of Nazareth. But again, he denied with an oath and said, I do not know the man. And then again in verse 73, uh, surely you also are one of them. And then he began to curse and swear, saying, I don't know the man. And immediately the rooster crowed, and Peter remembered the words of Jesus. And and so that was a test for Peter. Just like an algebra test to show you how good you are at algebra, that was a test for Peter to know the truth about himself. And through that testing, God revealed to Peter, Peter, you don't know yourself as well as you think you do. See, you thought you were so solid, but And even he argued with Jesus, right? And yet he was wrong. Now, many of us have experienced this same thing. If you've been a Christian for a while, God has allowed us to go through times of testing. As you go through life, God will show you the truth about yourself. And you can either deny it and say, I'm a patient person. These children are brats, right? Or or you can say, well, maybe God allowed this test to help me see where I'm at, right? And sometimes that concept is difficult for people to grasp. Right? And, and, and so that's why Paul says to these Christians in Corinth, right? They were uh, conducting themselves in church in weird ways. They were d- dressing weirdly and they were having communion weirdly, and guys were grabbing up all the bread and eating it, and everybody else couldn't have it. They were just doing weird things. And Paul was saying, Look, you guys need to straighten up and you need to examine yourself so you can know where you're at, right? And so in verse 28, when he says, But let a man examine himself. That he's just telling them, hey, you need to see the truth about yourself as a Christian in, in your relationship with God. Now, <clears throat> our view of ourselves as God's children quite often is different than God's view. In fact, remember when Jesus spoke to the church at Laodicea in the book of Revelation. He said, I know your works. You guys are doing good works. But Jesus' view of those Christians in the church was very different than their view of themselves. They're in Revelation 3.14 uh, Jesus said to the church of Laodicea, because you say I am rich and I have become wealthy and I have need of nothing, and do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, poor and blind, right? See, their view of themselves was based on the world. Hey, we got money and we got wealth, and, but Jesus' view was their relationship with God, and those Christians saw themselves in light of the world. Hey, we're doing great. I, I'm doing great. I have a good job. I make good money. <clears throat> I tithe. I go to church. What I even teach Sunday school. But Jesus saw them in the light of God, and that's what really matters is how does God see you, right? And uh, it's not so much how I think of myself, but it's more of how does God see me because God sees my heart, and I can deceive myself, and I could say terrible things and then say I didn't mean it, but really we know that really is in there, right? And, and what does God see when he looks at my heart. That's what we need to ask ourselves today. And that's what you could ask yourself. What does God see when he looks at your heart? Am I like Peter, deceiving myself, saying, yeah, I'm solid, you know, and I'm, I'm rock solid, you know. I teach Sunday school at my church, and, and you know what, I, I only miss, you know, 50% of the time. I am the most faithful person there, maybe. Or maybe not. I don't know, but, right? I mean, just... You know, am I like Peter or am I like those Christians at the church in Laodicea where I see myself as like, hey, I got it going on, when in reality God says, look, you're blind and you don't see yourself in the right way, right? And, and, and so <clears throat> important for us to recognize that that can be a thing. But here's the thing. If you don't pray that, then you never get to that place, right? And that's why it's so important for us to recognize <clears throat> that God knows more about us than we know about ourselves. David said in Psalm "O oh Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know my sitting down and my rising up. You understand my thought afar off. Now, in the Hebrew, that verse 2, the idea is you understand my thoughts. is it, it means that God understands your thoughts in their origins, where they come from. God understands the origins of where the chemicals and the electronic impulses in your brain produces thoughts. Now, do you know about that? Do you know that there's chemicals in your brain and there's electronic impulses, right, when you... That, you know, touch something that's hot, it sends a signal through your nerves to your brain and your brain says, that's hot, move your finger, right? <clears throat> but do you understand that right now in church, you're thinking a thought like whatever it is uh, and you whoa, where did that thought come from? Do you know where it came from? We don't know where it came from, right? I mean, you barely understand the whole chemical, you know, electronic thing. But <clears throat> the Bible says, David said, God, you know the origins of my thoughts. You know where they come from. And, and that is just mind-boggling to me, that, that God knows the thoughts I think. We don't know, but God knows. <coughs> and so that's why David said, God, you know me, <coughs> and you know my thoughts before I think them. And so David realized, what I should do is have God help me to know the truth about myself. And David recognized that God knows him better than himself. In Psalm 139.6, he said, such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high, and I cannot attain it. So David said, this just blows my mind. I can't even understand that God knows me better than I know myself. <coughs> and so David then recognized that even though he loved God, like many of us, we love God, we want to serve God, we want to follow God, David recognized that he had the capacity to do things that were, uh, you know, wrong and contrary to God's plan for his life. And so David prayed in Psalm 139, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties or thoughts. And see if there's any way, wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. See, David had the capacity to uh to to recognize that he could go on the wrong path and he did and and he was able to pray and he was able to say god you search my heart god show me if there's any wicked thing in me and and help me to follow you and lead me in the way everlasting
0: thank you for joining us for today in the word we'd like to share with you a couple of things that are going on here at calvary chapel calvary chapel is now hiring full-time and part-time positions for our exciting Calvary Kids Learning Center. If you enjoy working with children from newborn through kindergarten, please give us a call at 453-9653. Positions are Monday through Friday, with our availability to fit your schedule. To learn more about these exciting opportunities, please call 453-9653. We look forward to meeting with you.